Bezat Hashem, we're going to start today. Ot Tedvav Shin page Shin Lamedalid. This is so special. Baruch Hashem, Yeshua and Itamar, can you move up to here? Thanks. All right. Also, I want to do the the learning. Louis Nishama, a very precious uh, young boy. Uh, let me just get his name. He is our friend David Coleman's son. And I believe his yard site is, yeah, it's today. Lilui uh, Nishma's Avram Moshe ben David Yosef. Avram Moshe ben David Yosef. Okay. Last week we learned about how do you know if you're growing? How do you know if you're actually getting anywhere? And the PSS Nerebi's beautiful way of, of uh, unfolding the mystery to that question had to do with what have you done with your Ratzon? Have you acted on your Ratzon at all? It's not enough to just say, I have a good Ratzon. Have you acted upon it? So I, it's amazing how you know, you know how Hashem, you know when Hashem gives you the biggest smiles and kisses? Is that when you see what you learn in other things and in other places? You ever happen to you when you're learning? So people are saying this with the daf all the time. People are learning daf yomi. They're seeing what they're learning in the daf everywhere in life. So I was by this big tzaddik this week, Rav Buso, and he was teaching these young boys after davening, and he said the following. He says, "Chevre, ma letaher." He said, "Lo." What's the lashon? Not And I realized that was the whole learning we did last week. Isn't that amazing? means someone that wants to purify themselves. So you think the, the Chazal say, then they help him from Shemaim. He said, it's not enough that you just want it. You had a Ratzon to come and be pure? Did you act on it? Did you come and then move forward? It's not just, I want this Hashem, I want this Hashem. It's, it's, I want this and I'm doing this Hashem. And only once it's the, I'm doing this Hashem, and you get involved in what your Ratzon is, oh, then, they, then they bring the hand down from Shemaim. But the way he said it was like, and everyone screamed, He said, uh-uh. I felt like that was the whole piece we did last week. Mm-hmm. That was the whole piece in that, in that one statement. So we're going to see something, um, something strong over here as well today. I, it must be that, these, that this diary entry followed and a chron- chronologically last week's entry. You'll see why. Did, did it, it stems. Piece, though, was the, you, you compare your Ritzel note from last year to the Ritzel note this year. So there isn't a place for Ritzel note. Right? Um, listen, without Ratzon, there's no Haba, so of course there's a place for Ratzon. Right, but, but I thought, I thought one of the things were the same was check your spiritual goals. And are your spiritual goals the, the same? same. Nahum, two, two years? If so, probably it's time to even, even come and show up. You just answered it, Bidiuk. Right. A person that has the same spiritual goals as last year means he didn't, he didn't act on his spiritual goals of the previous year, because if he would have, he wouldn't have the same de- desires as last year. Yeah, listen, he like brings it down on birthdays. The, the Reb, you know, the, the PSS there. We'll see a piece here that he wrote on his 40th birthday, which we've mentioned a few times over the years. But when it comes to birthdays, that's very similar to Chabad. In Chabad, on birthdays, it's a serious day. It's hachlatas. Like whenever Lubavitcher gives you a brach on your birthday, you got to 
I don't know if you want to get a bracha from them, because their whole thing is, okay, I give you a bracha that your achlata, that your decision regarding what you're taking on this year should manifest. You're like, no, no, I just want things to be good for me. And really, that is the meaning of things being good for you. That's the greatest meaning of things being good for you. If someone gives you a bracha to act on your holy desires, even if that's work, that's the greatest thing someone can ask for you. The greatest. We want friends that just keep on telling us, you're so good, it's so good. It's okay, as long as you want this, I'm sure. I don't want friends like that. I mean, my Yitzhahara wants friends like that. My Nefesh Bahamis loves In fact, my Nefesh Bahamis hates friends that want me to work. It loves friends that just saying, you are a gewalt. Yeah, last night there was a, a Chabad incredible speaker, but we were talking separately afterwards, and he goes, I really love this one letter. Um, and he says, in the early days, the Rebbe sent this Moshe Heft to New Haven, Connecticut, and Heft writes a letter back to be a there. Heft writes a letter back to the Rebbe saying, look, Rebbe, like, it's Mamish, Cornish year, it's, it's horrible for my family, there's no Yiddishkeit, there's Tuma, it's just like, there's nothing here. So the Rebbe writes him back saying, uh, I got your letter, don't worry, help is on the way, there's this guy there, Moshe Heft, you probably don't know him yet, but he has so much power and strength to be able to go ahead and to accomplish all the deficiencies you were talking about. You don't realize that you should probably get in touch with him soon. Best regards. It was just boom. <laughs> Probably New Haven's like booming. I mean, the Hatch family is like. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but that really. The letter shows it to me. So that's it's be it's consistent throughout. Throughout, yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably haven't met him yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, people would come to the Rebbe and uh, like Shluchim would introduce their shliach, their uh, their uh, donor, their gvir, that guy. You know, right. so many videos of a oh, guy comes from San Paulo, a guy right. comes from. He's like, this is our guy. He just donated. He just donated $3 million. So the guy's waiting for like, the Rebbe yeah. to say, wow, you're an amazing shakoyach. And the Rebbe's always like, what about the, what, and what about the fourth million? Right. right. Kilo, is this really what you think this world is about? What, what, do you, what, what exactly? Do you want me to just say you're shakoyach? Weiter. Consistency. Tetvav. Now we're going to get deeper into how do you know if you grew. Very, very special words. Im alulecha klalim ba'avoda uvemusar mutav. If while you were working on yourself, while you were learning musar, while you were trying to refine characteristic traits, alulecha klalim, if klalim, which means guidelines and principles, yeah, I think, I think we could use it. Let's see if it stays, if it stays this. Mutab, that's good. Meaning, if while you're working on yourself, you, you, you discovered some kind of a misgeret and a, you know, a, a check is like, oh, this, this, this works for me, this is how I overcome this. And you put a point, and you put a mark, you put a check, right? Not a, not a check, meaning like, what's it called? Like when you, put a, when you drop a pin, like you... Uh, a landmark. A landmark, yeah. What? A Karen. A what? A Karen. On trail marks, when you go like on the Spiel yes. Israel, the stack of rocks with the paint on it, it's called a Karen. Karen? Yeah. C A I R N. I think I think that's that's how I'd like to say it. Yeah, that's how I'd like to say. Even though it's the same thing. Yeah. We, we'll see. We'll see. Mutab. Meaning that that's very good. But 
in love, now here he's going to give us, rip us right now. But if, while you've been working, doing Avodat Hashem, you've been working on yourself, and you, didn't have, you don't have any principles or cans or any directors, Oti, this is a sign, that you haven't really joined the club, that you haven't really committed, that you haven't really plunged through, or that you're a fool. And you won't taste and feel your failings or your successes. What is he saying over here? He's saying over here something that I think is very, very important for everyone in this room that grew up in a certain, more or less, a similar upbringing, a similar mindset, this Western mentality of, of achievement, of goal-oriented and achievement, we know that if we are aiming towards a goal that has to do in academia or has to do in work, it, there are certain things that I know that if I don't have them, I haven't succeeded. I, I didn't... I didn't go up. But we think that when it comes to Avodah Hashem, uh, it doesn't matter as long as I had a good kavana. Mm-hmm. The Rebbe is saying, I don't, know who, I don't know who told you that. I don't know what, like, why, why did that become something so accepted. He's saying, let's, be, let's call it spade for spade. How long have you been a from Yid working on yourself? How long have you been in this program? Whatever the amount of years is, right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter right now. When was the last time you felt I could see that here, this is something, this is a misgeret that I built with my Avodat Hashem. I built it. No one gave me the framework. I did it for myself. I set myself up with, with trusting how I perceived what is good for my neshama and where things are bad for my neshama. <coughs> so he's saying, if you haven't, if you've done that, that that's good. If you, have, if you never came to that in your Avodat Hashem and your Musa, he's saying, that means one of two things. Either... The first thing he said is that you really haven't, you haven't really signed up yet. Because you're okay with not growing. You're okay with not knowing if you've gone to the next level. You're okay with that. Or you're just a fool. And you're not going to know what it feels like to succeed. And you're not going to know what it feels like to fail. Because those things in life, those moments, aren't really what, they're not really the ratzon of your heart. It's not really, really what you want. Because if you really, really wanted it, you'd do anything in the world to make sure that you're constantly, constantly evaluating. You always say there's no growth without measurement. No, no. Yeah. You, can't, you, can't, you can't change what you don't measure. You can't change what you don't measure. Mm-hmm. It's true for diets. It's true for all, like, all spiritual, spiritual-oriented growth. You cannot change what you can't, what you don't measure. And he's 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 mamish giving it over here, and he develops us. Look at this. Ki ha'ish hamishtadel lehamshich et kol chayav leTorah umusar. The person who strives that his whole life he should draw into Torah and Musa to live that kind of life. Al ken motze meniot veikuvim. There are a lot of obstacles. There are a lot of things that prevent him. Not just financially, you know, things that are external, finances or other people bothering me and not allowing me to, to grow. Also within, interior. Atzlut means 
laziness, נטיות ומידות רעות רחמנא ליצלן, bad midas, God forbid. וכיוון שהוא עוסק תמיד בהשתדלות ובמלחמה הזו, and since a person is constantly dealing with trying to work on these things and waging war against that which causes me to be lazy, that's the hardest thing. That's the hardest thing. If you learn in Chovas HaTalmid, in the first few chapters, the Rebbe is speaking to students, and what is, he, what is he harping on? Abi and I did this for months. Just this one concept. <clears throat> the, the Gibor is someone who's vulnerable enough to really catch himself on where is he lazy. That is the shorish, that's the source. That's the root for where all other shortcomings come from. It's not Dafka, the Taiva, the passion, the Yitzhahara. It's this place of laziness, of procrastination. If you're man enough, or you shouldn't say that in 2020, because that's already like a... <laughs> if you're... Female enough. Female enough. <laughs> if, you're, if you have enough holy guts, holy chutzpah, mamish, to say to the Rebona Shleilam, I am up for this. What does that mean, I'm up for this? Show me, God. Show me where I'm being lazy. There's so many places I've already convinced myself that it's other reasons that prevent me from doing something. I mean, really... It's just laziness. Show me where it is. And I'm begging you, Hashem, show me, and I'll show you that I'm going to act on it. Now, don't just show me. My, my part of the thing is, once you show me where the things that are being lazy are, I am then coming and saying, and I'm going to act upon them. When a person says that, then the Rebbe says, Baruch Haba. Now you're ready. Now the game begins. You know, when we go on our trips to the Ukraine, as high as it is, we're always discussing and we're trying so hard to figure out how do you, how does this fall into the picture of the avoda that happens on that trip? Because to fly by Reb Nachman, by the Mejbush, it's, it's amazing. I wish it upon everyone in the world. But to come out of there and say, I'm willing to now ask you to, to help me detect what prevents me from coming back to these moments? Mm-hmm. To do that while you're high is, is unbelievable. Yeah. No, don't bother me with that right now. I don't want to be bothered with that right now. I just want to stay in the high. That's already the shorish of the atzlanut. Mm-hmm. Right there. No, 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 right now I'm just in... I'm, I'm, no, this moment was a moment of an opening for you to invite awareness into, the, into your consciousness. So, so, the way, so this midah of atzlanut, the Rebbe says, this is, an, a, this is a very important thing one must take their time with. One has to be very raw, organic, and humble, and you need a chabura, without a doubt, to give strength and get strength to go to those places. For people to, you know, to, how do you really know if you, get, if, you, if you sign up for the chabura and you tell your friends, when you catch me on my laziness, call me out. Call me out. I'm asking for it. Call me out. And when, and when you remind me, when you show me how lazy I am, and you see I'm getting agitated and insulted by you, remind me that I asked you to do this for me. That, see, now we're, that's Baruch Haba. That, that, that's like, yalla. We're ready. We're ready. Let's continue. Second line on the top. Vechevan. When, when this is constantly what you're working on, like this sincere state of awareness and a ratzon to act upon moments of growth, he says, 
It's not, it's not, it doesn't mean you're always gonna, it's always going to work. Sometimes you'll fail. Sometimes you'll win. But you know what the real win is? That you taste the failure and that you taste the victory. That's the win. Not necessarily that it always works for you, that you always conquer what you want to conquer, but that you've set clear goals and you know what a failure tastes like and what a success tastes like. But a person that doesn't set this up as a goal at all could be he's winning, could be he's losing. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what's considered a success or not. How would you define tasting a failure? You would know. I can't define it for you. Me? How would I? I don't know. What does that mean, though? I don't know. Like, a few weeks ago, I had a thing that I was working on, one of my midot that I'm trying to work on, and I totally failed on the midot. I think it was anger or whatever it was, family or whatever it was, and I find myself, like, upset with everybody. And then afterwards, I'm like, literally two days before, I was like, I got this. And then, and then it, the pressure was, was, was raised, and then suddenly I realized, oh, no, I don't have this. And so I had a moment for just a second. First, I felt terrible. And then afterwards, I said, you know what? It's really good to know where I am. Because it means that I still am on a process, and there are going to be ups, and there are going to be downs. And I thought I had accomplished something, but I, I didn't. And so it means that I have more to work for. Correct. Uh, to bring this out from the holy mountains <coughs> that are keep on coming out, I had this great thing of uh, Kobe saying, um, it's like, it was the first playoff game, he shot like five air balls. And they lost the series, and then afterwards he, he looked at it, he's like, oh, my legs were tired. And so he said, I spent the entire offseason making sure my legs were strong, so it didn't happen again. So like, if, if that's our approach, and we can say, we had a failure, which means good, that's a directive. That, that tells me exactly what I need to be working on. Right. Now, Gaiva comes in the way of that big time. Right. Why does Gaiva come in the way of, of finding out? Because I don't, I don't want anyone, I don't want to be called out on what I'm weak on. Well, you know, oh, that's no, but, but the real seeker wants to know where their legs give you, you know, where their legs are tired. Right, exactly. That's that's a success. I'll give you another example. It's my person that says, and many people have are in this parsha now because they took on Daf Yomi. So, let's say a person wasn't learning Daf, wasn't learning at all for years, and years. And then he suddenly got turned on by seeing uh, what's it called? Was that place called in Jersey where they met? Met uh, MetLife Stadium. Stadium. He's blown away. Ninety thousand people. My brother was there. Sees all the museums and everything. Starts taking on learning right for the first time. Wasn't part of his life at all. And he starts learning, and then he loves it. And then three and a half weeks into it, he misses one day. Right now, at that moment, that's his test to see where he's at. What do you feel at that moment? What are you feeling? You can easily go back to. It's a, it's a pella that I'm even learning, so I shouldn't... Whatever. Right? It's, I wasn't even learning for years, so now I'm going to, you know... Right? And then there's a very kiviachal, holy sound to that voice. Does it bother you? Does it bother you or not? That you missed the day? Or Does it bother you that I missed the day? Or did you... Naturally, you have like some kind of a <coughs> filter system inside of you that always says, at least I'm not like, you know... Waking up in the morning, smoking weed a la boker and, and just bumming out all day. Kilo, where, where, where's your set? What bothers you? They're both right. They're both right. I mean, I think in that case, like, what, what happens is that you end up, first of all, yes, the three and a half weeks that you put in is better than this waking up and smoking weed. That's right. That's right. That's I'm not, I, I, but, Absolutely but, but when, when you, when you, what happens is when you do that for three and a half weeks, 
it like you do you naturally do feel like ah oh, I like, like I'm uh, I'm chaser. like like you almost become in a healthy way of thinking. Mm, no, no, no. So the Rebbe is saying, don't rely on that because you might not if you signed up when you started learning, then when in three and a half weeks come, all you're feeling is, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't learn today. Much more than, Baruch Hashem, this is my life now. At least I feel bad about things like this. But on that point. It's a, it's a Yitzhahara. Sorry, one second, because the Yitzhahara can come in and say much faster, just feel good about the fact that this is what you're, this is what you're busy doing right now. And then the next day comes and again, the Yitzhahara says, at least you know about what Dafiomi is. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, you're not learning. It was just like a three-week, you know, high. Well, I think the big challenge is saying, if you miss two days, you're like, what I'm going to do, this stuff, you me, and those two days, perfection is the opposite of good, I missed it, I'm out. That's why I saw a great well, line this that, week. That, 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 that Nakuda, like, that Nakuda I found has been very helpful, of, of like, hey, don't, don't go by the perfect. I mean, if I go in and say, this is my commitment, I'm signing up, and I'm even going to make it public, so like, it's more of a, of a, a, right. a sound, hey right. guys, I'm, I'm in. You know, so right. you hold me accountable. Right. That's not perfection, though. I think it's also. No, no, that's not perfection, that. though. Perfection, according to this, is something else. What did he say perfection is? Or not, or, or not perfection, but a success. A success is not necessarily always succeeding in the task that you took on. It's awareness. It's awareness. It's experiencing awareness. That's the success. He's not the review of guilt. No, 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 it's not so, guilt. It's, it's, more, it's so much deeper. That's why I want to make sure we get clear. It's so much deeper. It's not guilt. It's not demanding of perfection. It's demanding of, let's just call things spade for spade. Like, let's just be real about where we are. That's it. Let's, about, let's be real about where we are. Do you want to know where you are or not? I think it goes back to his, in, like, I think it was Oak Gimmel or something back in the beginning when he talked about taking responsibility for things. And I think that part of how you deal with failure is being responsible for it, accepting that you failed and being responsible. Like, remember when he talked about like, you can't be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I looked at that. That's not who I am. I'm not that guy. I don't look at that stuff. He's like, no, you are that guy. You, you just did. looked at that stuff. So take responsibility for it and figure out what, what inside of you is so broken that, but that would make you do that. Or and what so, circumstances or, you allowed to or, happen? That but it's your responsibility. Yeah. It's your responsibility. So I think a big part of the, the Torah of the, of the Rebbe is when you fail, or when you get angry, or when you're lazy, or when you etc. 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 By setting these road marks and setting these points on the map, you know you can come back to it. If you've ever hiked and you've hiked off trail, right. like just bushwhacked, like just out in the it's so hard. It's almost impossible to get where you're going and find yourself. You're like, I was supposed to be on that mountain. Now I'm on this mountain. How'd that happen? And it's crazy because you feel like you're walking in a straight line. You feel like you're going in place. But when there's a Karen, when there's a marker on the road, you're able to be like, this is the trail. This is the path. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that he's not just saying set up a Karen, a trail marker in your successes, build one on your failure. Because then when you come back and you see it, you're like, I've been here. I know this place. I'm familiar with this place. And now I know that last time I went this way, this time I'm going this way. I'm going to blaze a new trail from here. And, and that acknowledgement and acceptance of responsibility and the acceptance of standing in the place that you're in, saying, this is my choice that I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the building block of being able to move past the failure and actually use it as a springboard into becoming who you need to be. Does that stem with the whole, with Rabbi Nathan saying that your sins are separate from you because this is really you're accepting exactly where you are I was thinking the same thing when he was talking 
That, that, that he's saying that Reb Nassim says it's like a, a, a vera has nothing to do with the neshama of a yid. Right. I, it definitely stems. Stems? Of course. How so? Because even if you, because even when, when you're in a failure, it doesn't mean that you have to identi- identify with the failure to know where you are. Okay. Okay. It doesn't mean that you identify yourself with the failure. This is just what this is where you got to. But it's that since you believe that this is not really who I am. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I don't go back to a place of where I'm not. How, many, how often do we end up in social scenes where we, we, we're there and while we're there and before we're there and when we leave, we're very aware that this is not for me. Um, but, I'm still, but I end up being there. So, so this, the responsibility comes in to say, listen, do, do, what, do you remember what, what enabled you to allow yourself to not be in a place where the real you is at home? Do you remember that or not? You have to. Now, the Rebbe says that when you sign up, he says these Karens, these landmarks, will naturally be the result of your Avodat Hashem. Look at the next few words. Third line. After he says, Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Al korcho yotzelo klalim. Al korcho. You know what al korcho means? Despite yourself. Despite yourself, klalim, principles, are formed. When this is the Avodah. In this way, and through this Tachbula, which like means trick, through this trick that I use for myself, oh, I win with this. And those things that I thought were tricks that were going to help me, actually I fail in, in, in certain things. That which I thought was a good enough you know, deterrent for me for, to be able to not watch those things that I shouldn't watch, it didn't work for me. Sorry, putting a picture of Rav Weinberger on the back of my iPhone screen, it didn't work for me. Maybe put it on the front. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, but that's a great example. It's meaning like, that these are, those are tricks, right? You saw that, you saw the Chavah did this? There's like mamish, like a picture of Rav Weinberger that a bunch of people put out that fit great on an iPhone 8, of 7, 8, like exactly on the back of it. Like a tachbula, like if you're in your office and you have a picture of Baba Rebbe on, on, your, on your wall, right? And when you're about to click on something, you see the Rebbe's face. What's the, so what is, be aware of that. What does that mean? You're making a choice. And that it works. Mm-hmm. What happens if you're still able to click on the thing when the Rebbe's in front of you? What does that say? No, it means... It mean, exactly. The trick didn't the work. Trick didn't, yeah, the trick, trick didn't work. work. But, but the failure is... What's, what's the biggest failure from all this? To give it's up. Chaka. When, that's, when, that, when that stops being any barometer, it doesn't play, any, that, it doesn't, that doesn't measure anything anymore. Right. And there's no growth without measuring. But that's in every area in life. In, every, in parenting, oh my God, you have to do these things all the time. All the time. Okay, let's continue. Umi she'ein, fourth line from the bottom. Umi she'ein olim bekirbo klalim la'atzmo. You go to shul, you learn, but, but the, no set of principles has been formed by your Avodat Hashem. Nothing. There's just like, when I feel it, I feel it, when I don't, I don't. Enlo, he has nothing. Lo nitzachon velo kishalon. He doesn't have any wins in life. He doesn't have any failures in life either. Or he's just a fool that doesn't feel himself. Margish et atzmo. You don't feel your own 
Failures, you don't feel your own victories. I think that one of the things that confuses us with this kind of work is that our definition of a success, because he's being very repetitive here and he's saying, if you feel a failure, that's a simon that you're alive. If you feel the pain of falling, that is wonderful. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel the pain of falling, then you have not signed up to the program. Just that's what it is. But you realize how that's such a different take than the way we're wired. Mm -hmm. It takes such a rewiring with these things. It's, we need such a siyad dishmaya right now. Please, all of us that are sitting here this Thursday morning, in Efrat, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, B'Shalach, Yud Alef Shvat, please give us the Kayach to understand the words of the PSS Narebi and internalize them in our hearts. Please give us the Koach to reignite flames that were, may have been lost over the years. Please renew our trust and belief in each other. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please give space to all those who truly want to sign up and don't, don't think they're on the level to. Please remind everyone that everyone's always on the level at any given moment if they're willing to act upon their Ratzon, to sign up, to be accountable, to be responsible, to have enough guts to measure, to have enough guts to measure, to have enough guts to see where I am, where I'm not, and just give us an extra dosage of koach to act out on all these holy ritzanot that we have in our heart and soul. Because we want to feel ourselves. We want to be alive. We want to be in the game. And please allow us to rewire concepts and definitions that can be confusing, such as failures and successes. Because uh, the, the, greatest, the greatest, greatest painful, painful failure, the real one, is that when I don't taste failure or I don't taste success, can you hear that son? Amen. Amen. Shukriya, everyone.